Sukkah, Perik Aleph, Mishnah Vav 1.6, and another Mishnah where we are going to be using something which Mid-Oraisa should be kosher tzchach because it grew from the ground and is namakabal tumah, but it's going to be puzzle for a different reason. So to understand this Mishnah, you have to remember that the Torah requires one to leave his home and go into a sukkah. That is to say, if one lived in a thatched roof hut in Kenya, and all that was on that made up his roof was just the kind of stuff that's kosher for schach. He couldn't just stick around in his house for sukkahs. The Torah requires you to go out to a sukkah, um, and therefore your own home is unacceptable. If one would stay in his home, so that would be a puzzle sukkah mid oraisa. Now, that being the case, Chazal made it din derabban a gezerah. They said it's called gezeras tikra. It's the decree against lest one come to stay under the roof of his own home, that one can't use things that resemble roofing materials, we'll call them, on his sukkah, lest in a subsequent year people stay in their own homes and say, what's the difference between the sukkah that has a roof made of boards and my home, which is a roof made of boards. So our mission is going to consider the question about whether one may use boards, nisarim boards, as his schach for a sukkah. Now, the truth is, everyone's going to agree that if they're large boards, it's definitely not kosher. Everyone's going to agree if they're um, thin slats that don't even, aren't even really, can be construed as boards, that they're thin slats, so then everyone's going to agree that's okay. There's an interim case where the machlokus lies. So, according to Rebbe Meir, you can't use boards that are three tfachim and larger. And according to Rebbe Yehuda, you could use boards as long as they're not four tfachim wide. The difference is the Rebbe Meir says once you've hit three tfachim, so you've left the world of Lovud, this becomes a significant spacer and these spaces are too big. According to Behuda, Lovud's not really relevant here. What's relevant is that the space defined as the area beneath the board is significant all to itself. And if you recall from Masechah's Shabbos and Erevin, etc., so we said that for a, a space to be significant, like think of like a, as opposed to Makam Patur, it needs to be four Tfachim, not four Amos, but four Tfachim wide. If you recall, for example, a Rishus Yachid has to be surrounded by Mechitzas that are ten Tfachim tie, and there has to be at least four Tfachim on a side. So four Tfachim is what's significant width, and that being against Rabbi Huda says if it's less than four Tfachim, it's okay. So our Mishnah is only revolving around that space, between that, that area of the Machlokas. If it's between three and up to four Tfachim, Reb Meir says it's invalid to use boards of that width as one Tzachach, and Reb Yehuda says it is acceptable up to four Tfachim wide. All Midorabanan, Midoraisa, since these are boards that are grew from the ground, Midoraisa would be kosher for Tzachach. So that's what's the Dindorabanan of Gezeras Tikra. And this is what the Mishnah says inside in much fewer words. It simply says, Misachin binisarim Rabbi Huda says you could use nisarim boards as your schach in your sukkah. Again, he's talking about boards up to and not including four tfachim across. And Rabbi Huda Oser, sorry, excuse me, Rabbi Meir Oser, Rabbi Meir says you may not. Rabbi Meir says once they had three tfachim already, they're too big. That's machlokas. Nasanalea neser, if one put a board on his sukkah, shehu rachav arba tfachim, and it's four tfachim wide, Kshera, the sukkah is still kosher, provided you don't sleep beneath it. Now this is a very specific case. This is where you're putting the board on your sukkah, it's four tfachim wide, let's say, 
but it's not in the middle of the sukkah, because that, according to everyone, makes that area invalid. We're talking about on the side of the sukkah, and we're saying even if it goes the whole length of the side of the sukkah, like where the schach meets the wall, if you will, the vertical wall. So even so, even if it's four tefachim across, the sukkah remains valid. And now we, what's happening is we're lapsing into a new halacha. This is the halacha of dofin akuma, which we haven't seen yet in the Mishnah, which is that if you have invalid schach on the edge of the sukkah where the schach meets the vertical wall, we look at the invalid schach as part of the wall, just the wall is bent at 90 degrees, and it's called a dofin akuma, a bent wall. And we look at it as if the schach is is um, above or adjoining where the wall comes to an end on its side. I mean, the, 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 the invalid schach is the wall coming to the side, which means that one, of course, has to sleep beneath, a, beneath schach and not beneath the wall, not beneath the schach puzzle. And therefore, one couldn't sleep beneath the wall that's going horizontally with the board, um, but one could sleep beneath the schach to the side of it. The truth is that we'll see later on in Mishnah Yud more about this and the, the halachas of Dovin Akuma, but it could be even much bigger than four Tfachim, even all the way to four Amos, um, and that will still be okay. When the Mishnah here says sleep beneath it, it's not sleeping specifically. All the things you need to do inside a sukkah, like eat, etc., in addition to sleep, would have to be done under the schach kasher, not beneath the schach puzzle. And of course, we're assuming that when you are not counting the the invalid schach, you're left with still the requisite shirim for a sukkah, which means that your sukkah, the schach with schach kasher, is at least seven by seven tefachim. Um, fine. If just this is not the case, of the mission, I just want to be sure it's clear. If you would have a regular sukkah and then down the middle of it, you would have a board that's four tefachim or wider. So that would render the sukkah, the the area beneath it totally invalid. And therefore, the question is, is your sukkah valid? Well, the answer is, it depends. Just to illustrate the point, hypothetically, let's say your sukkah had four walls, it was made out of wood on all four sides, um, and then you had, like, it was big, and you had a stripe going down the middle of a board between... So then what happened is that stripe would essentially cut your sukkah in half. And assuming that on the right-hand side of the board, you had three walls and kosher schach and seven by seven, and the left hand of the board, you had the same thing, three walls, kosher schach, seven by seven. So then actually you have two sukkahs now, one on each side that would be kosher, because um, each would be totally independent of where it's cut off by the stripe going down the middle. Okay, the lach is like Rabbi, in the first case, regarding the width of the Nisarim, the lach is actually like Rabbi Huda, that we can have boards up to, um, but not including f- four Tfachim. Now, that, being, that may be true, but the Shulchan Aruch says, and the Minig is, um, not to use boards at all um, in building one's, in one's um Sukkah, and the concern is that you could make a sukkah that doesn't let any rain in, and that would be unacceptable. So, the minute is not these boards at all. And as far as the halachas regarding Zofan Akuma, we'll get more to that in Mishnah Yod.